And welcome to my podcast, New Age of Real Estate. My name is Curtis Jacobs, and today we're going to talk about subleasing. And if you're watching this video, you're probably thinking about subleasing, or you already are trying to get your place subleased, or maybe you're looking for a sublease. And today I want to talk to you and tell you some tips, maybe a few tricks. I want to go over the the legality of it. Make sure you guys are doing it properly and you're not going to get, you know, effed over in the end. So let's get started. First off, I want to talk about your lease. If you're thinking about subleasing, you have to look at your lease. So pull up the lease. They probably, your company probably has it on their online portal or they sent it to you through email or you have a copy of it. If not, go to your leasing department or your landlord, ask for one. So look at your lease. There should be a portion talking about subleasing. You're going to want to read that and make sure you can sublease. Make sure you're following all the guidelines of it. Some of them will put a cap, which means you have to sublease your place under this amount of money or they get the um, remainder or they get the amount more than that cap. So you want, you're definitely going to want to check your lease. Make sure you're following all the rules. Once you read your lease, I would go to your leasing apartment and tell them you're looking to sublease and see if they have any information for you. You want to work with your leasing apartment, not against them. If you're in Orlando, you know, you were probably a college student at UCF. And I say that because UCF is, I may be wrong with this, but the most popular college in America. I think, I think, um, what's that one in Arizona? It's either the Arizona State University or UCF, which is the number one um, populated college. So there's a lot of people out there that are looking to sublease. So the leasing apartment is very well trained, or they, at least they should be, in uh, helping people sublease. It happens all the time. So don't think they're going to, you know, be pissed at you if you go in there saying you want out of your lease, you know. So just go in there, just talk to them. They should be understanding and they should, you know, guide you in the right direction. If you don't have a leasing apartment, if you lease through a um, landlord, just talk to them. You know, they're professionals. They, they know what they're doing, and they would rather help someone try to get a sublease than, you know, you refusing to pay because of COVID-19 or stuff like that. They, they don't like drama, okay? So they'll help you in any way possible. So you know what to do. You know the legality of it, how to do it properly. Now we're going to talk about how to get your place subleased. How do you find someone to get your place? First thing I was do. First thing I would do is um, talk to your friends and family. See if anyone is looking around, possibly, because it's better at first, my opinion. Find a friend or someone that you know is trustworthy, that you know is not going to trash the place, that you know um, would be a good fit for the other roommates, stuff like that. But um, if you know nobody, that's totally okay. I, my next step would be 
posting it online. My two places I recommend for you to go post is Facebook groups and livesomewhere.com. First, let's talk about livesomewhere.com. If you've never been on that site before, basically what it is, is this website where you can type in your college and it'll pop up every single, you know, off-campus living, every single place that has a sublease. You click on, say, say, say we're looking for a sublease, you would click on what place you want to live at, say, uh, I don't know, it's um, Night Circle, say you want to live in Night Circle. You click on Night Circle and it'll pull up everything that's being subleased in Night Circle at that point. So you can shop prices, you can shop which floor you want to live in, and yada yada. So that is a great website and it has a lot of traffic that runs through there. Next is Facebook Groups. In my opinion, Facebook Groups is the best place to share your information. Now, as a realtor, I use Facebook groups all the time to promote my you know, open houses or um, just maybe information I would like the greater public to know. And what I do is I'll make a post and click the share button. And normally, if you just click share, it'll share it to your page. But Facebook has added a great feature where you can share to group. So you click share to group and it will give you a pop-up menu where you can share to any group possible. So it's very, very easy to just post in every single group at the same time. You just gotta click share, share to group, and click all the groups. Now I can, I, I personally see upwards of a thousand people looking at my posts and just posting to groups. And one thing you have to consider is you're not going to get a sublease. And you're not going to get per a person to sublease your place in the first time. So you're going to want to be consistent. So if you're posting, say, every day to the groups and you're getting a thousand hits, a thousand people looking at your post, you're going to get someone. Okay. But you have to be consistent. Now, before you go ahead and start posting your post um, to these groups, I want to talk about your content of the, of the post. I've seen a lot of posts that are just, you know, a little paragraph saying, I have this apartment for this amount of money and I need to be out by this time. Now, typically, that's okay. If you do post that, you'll be okay. You'll get subleased. But right now, we are in what's called a hot market. At least I call it a hot subleasing market, which means there are so many more people that are trying to sublease their place than there are actual people trying to find a place. And this is because of COVID. COVID really has taken a big toll on this community. So you're going to want to try to stand out. Okay, it's no longer acceptable to just write that paragraph. People are just going to fly right by that when they're on their feed. They're just going to keep scrolling. You want to pop out. One thing, the first thing I would suggest is 
making the title a different font. Um, I've seen different things on this on Facebook. Sometimes it's been it's been weird. Sometimes I can customize the fonts on Facebook, and some, sometimes they don't let me. I don't understand that part. So what I would recommend is using a third-party website. Um, I don't know which one to use. I'm sure there's a bunch out there, but if you just go on Google and type in font, uh, font changer for Facebook, something on that lines, um, it'll, it'll have a website for you to put in your title. And then you can change the font, change it to something weird, change it to something cool, change it to something that will pop out on your feed. And um, once you do that, you can copy it, just, you know, regular copy and paste. So copy the new font and paste it into Facebook. Next, once you have a cool title, you're going to want to talk about your apartment. And how you do this is not in paragraphs. Paragraphs are boring. Paragraphs are the attention span people have for paragraphs is very low. So you're going to want to stand out in that way as well. Bullet points. I use bullet points. I notice that when I'm scrolling through Facebook, if I see bullet points, for some reason, I'm attracted to them. It's, it's a lot more attractive than reading a paragraph. So bullet points work, or if you want to do numbers, sure, that'll work too. And um, one thing with COVID, this whole, this whole thing is going to basically wrap around to COVID because of COVID, blah, blah, blah. So because of COVID, people don't want to, you know, spend a whole day looking for apartments or spend a whole weekend going to each apartment talking to many talking to a lot of people stuff like that they want to know online what excuse me they want to know online what they're going to be getting into and for that reason you're going to want to make bullet points and give a lot a lot a lot of detail you want your post to not hide anything So make as many bullet points as you need. Next thing you should do is pictures. Of course, you need pictures. Posts that don't have pictures, they don't get looked at. So you need pictures. Post as many pictures as you can. But I'm not going to get into the type of pictures you need. Just, you know, go through the, the page, the pages of subleasing um, and look at what everyone's posting. You just copy those pictures. And you should be good. What I want to talk about is something that I don't see anybody doing. And it's, it's, it's a really helpful tool, especially in COVID. Because of COVID, this is a very, very helpful tool that everyone should be implementing. It is a video. Videos do so much better on Facebook. They have so much more engagement. And they, they really help your post stand out. So I'm not just talking about a quick two-second video, you know, like a boomerang of your of your your room. No, I'm talking about a full video 
from the door, the front door of your apartment or house, all the way to your room. So you're going to show everything, except for your roommate's room. Don't don't show your roommate's room. <laughs> That's private. Don't show that. What you do want to show is the common areas. You want to show the place and have the person thinking about living there. You want them to think about what it's going to be like to walk through, to come home from school, come home from work. And what, what are they going to see? How are they going to feel when they come home? You want to put them in your shoes, basically. So that video is going to be very helpful in that sense. Show the kitchen. Show the laundry room. Show the living room. Show everything. That goes back to what I was saying about the, about the bullet points. People don't want to spend their weekends going out looking at places. So really give as much detailed information possible. All right, so you got your title. You got your uh, fancy title. You know, it should be different fonts. You can also um, italicize that, I think, on Facebook. That might be good as well. So you have that. You have your bullet points. You have your pictures. And you have your video. Now, you're going to want to post it into Facebook groups. I'm going to read off a few groups for you guys. If you're in Orlando, you can join these specifically. But basically, it's just join every group possible. Everything related to Orlando, I would join. Everything related to UCF, I would join. So the first group that I would like you to join is Millennials slash Gen Z of Orlando. This page is great. You can post absolutely anything you want on that page. And it's mine. Yeah, it, it's my page. I made it. So I um, <laughs> joined that one. But uh, everyone else, every, all the other ones you can join include UCF Housing, Orlando Garage Sale, Orlando Real Estate for Sale, Rent and Wholesale, UCF Housing, Rooms, Apartments, Sublets, Young Adults of Orlando. Orlando Apartments, slash rooms, slash houses, slash blah, blah, blah. UCF Housing and Sublease. Yeah, so there's a lot here. Um, I would post to all of these. If it doesn't specifically say subleasing in the title, that's okay. Still post it. Sometimes you may get an angry admin or an angry owner of the page, of the group. Well, that's all right. One thing that I mentioned earlier is consistency. You do want to post every single day. It may be annoying for some people. You may annoy a few people. But that's all right. You got to do what you got to do, you know? So post every single day. And if you are really, really, really shy about it and you don't want to offend anyone or you don't want to annoy anyone, I understand at least post maybe three times a week but really the mo the more you post the faster you're going to sublease your place but not more than once once a day do not post more than once a day you will piss off everyone all right so 
You got your post. You know where to post it. You know how to sublease. All the legality about it. Now we're going to talk about what to do once you find that person. So say they come to see the place and they say, I love it. I want to sign right now. What do you do? First thing you should do is thing I talked about earlier. Talk to your leasing department. Sometimes, most likely, if you're in one of the off-campuses living uh, situations like Night Circle, they'll probably want to handle it themselves. By that, I mean you want to send your subleaser to them or maybe go with them and say, hey, this is blah, 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 blah. They're going to be subleasing for me. And they'll probably take care of it. If you talk to your landlord or if you talk to your leasing department and they tell you you have to set up everything yourself, that's okay. What you want to do is go onto Google and type in subleasing contract. And there's going to be very generalized ones on Google Images. And just pick one of them. It doesn't have to be, you know, 10 pages long. It just needs to have the right information. The right information meaning when they move in, what's the date they move in, what's the date they're moving out, and how much will they be paying you, or how much will they be paying the leasing department. Now, with a contract from Google Images, there may be stuff missing. Although you got the main points, there's still maybe a few things missing. If you can, take it over to your leasing department. Say, hey, this is the subleasing contract I have. What do you think? Am I missing anything? Hopefully they're really helpful. I, I hope they are. They should be. That's what they're there for. And, um, yeah, just take it to them and see what they think. It, it, it's not, it shouldn't be overcomplicated. It really is... Um, an easy transaction there should be an easy transaction okay so you've read through your lease you post it on livesomewhere.com you post it on facebook groups you've asked your friends and you've made a subleasing contract in writing now the only thing left to do is get out of there you're good to go Now, let's say you do all this, and you can't find someone. That is very, very unfortunate. And when I tell you you can do this, I mean it. I have a friend of mine. Um, I talked to her. She asked for some advice from me, and I told her. I told her basically everything I'm telling you today. She got her place subleased in, I think it was less than two weeks. And this was back in um, November? November or maybe September, October. It was in the fall semester. So you just need to be, you just need to follow these steps and you can do it. But let's say you do and unfortunately nothing has worked out. That is okay. Next thing I want you to do is go back to your lease. You have two options. One is there will be a section in there talking about breaking your lease. Sometimes it's cheaper to break your lease than it is 
to have your room up for rent for, say, maybe three months. Read your contract. Excuse me. uh, Read your lease. And see. See what your apartment complex wants for breaking the lease. Now, sometimes these leases can be a little bit complicated. So if you're reading it and you can't find it or you can't understand it, that's okay. Just go talk to them and say, hey, what is what is your guidelines? What is your guidelines for breaking lease? The second thing you can do is lower the price. It is negotiable. You can lower your price if it doesn't say you can't in your leasing contract. If it does not say that, you can. You may have to, you know, pay the difference. You probably will have to pay the difference. But, you know, say your rent is 600 If you lower it to 500 and say you need someone to move in there for four months, you're paying four hundred dollars. That which is the 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 difference, opposed to paying that six hundred dollars for four months, which is two thousand four hundred dollars. So you're saving a lot of money still. So that's another technique you can utilize. I would you know try to do full price at first. If you can't, then lower it. If you you can you can check on livesomewhere.com to see how how many places are subleasing in my community. Like I said, if you're in Night Circle, for example, um, you can look at livesomewhere.com and see how many places are being subleased in Night Circle. So if you have a lot of competition, then maybe that's a good thing to try. You know, you can always go back and change the price later. But it is a good technique you can utilize. So we talked about your lease. We talked about getting your sublease out there on social medias. And we talked about what to do just in case it doesn't happen. And we talked about what to do once it happens. Now, if there's anything else you guys have questions about regarding this scenario or anything in real estate, honestly, um, message me. You can find me. I'll put my link tree in the description. If you don't know about link tree, I highly suggest using it. You, It's literally just a link and click on it and it'll pop up all your social medias or every single thing you want people to see. It's really great. So I'll put that mine in the description. You can look me up and ask me any questions you have or any comments, any concerns, anything at all. You let me know. And that's everything. This is the New Age of Real Estate Podcast. And again, my name is Curtis Jacobs. Thank you so much.